Hey guys, welcome to another episode of New York Girl Talk. We're so excited to be recording today. And yeah, we're really excited about the topic of this episode. Hello, welcome guys. We're being so consistent, I'm actually kind of proud of us. I know, look at us. Yeah, hopefully you guys are listening consistently too, because we have a lot to say all the time. Um, <laughs> but we are going to start off by talking about our week. We're going to talk about highlights and lowlights. So, Rachel, you want to go first or should I? Yeah, sure. So, basically, my I'll start off with lowlights so I can end on a positive note. Um, my lowlights are basically just, I'm we're at the point in the semester where a lot of papers are due and speeches and essays and all of that. So my low light would probably just be dealing with all those due dates and deadlines, um, which is life, but it just kind of sucks to when the reality sinks in and like, okay, this is school again. Even if you enjoy the subjects, it can just be overwhelming to have so much due at once. So that's probably like what I'm struggling with. And then highlights of this week are it is my birthday, my boyfriend's birthday, and my dad's birthday all this week. So that's pretty fun. And then also my brother won his football game on Friday, which was really fun. And he plays again tonight. So I'm really excited to go watch that. So a lot of sports and birthdays this week for me. What about you, Sarah? Okay, well, I guess I'll start with Lilith too. Um, I kind of feel like I haven't like gone out to like do something fun in like a while like I definitely like hang out with my friends casually a lot yeah um but I haven't like I don't know like done something memorable recently I guess um so I was talking about it with one of my friends at work yesterday we was like I really want to go do like karaoke somewhere oh like, that's in, so fun or like you know in the movies when they have like um they have like western restaurants where like they have like mechanical bowls and like you oh yeah and that's whatever. so like, funny I'm like, if I'm living in Houston, I feel like I have to do that, and yeah. so I kind of want to do that sound. So maybe that'll be the highlight of next week. Who knows? Oh my um, gosh! But my highlight, I guess, is that I have had like a pretty flexible schedule, so that I have had time for reading. So I actually oh. finished a book last week, and now I'm like halfway through another book. Um, shout out to Colleen Hoover. Literally, I read Verity by Colleen Hoover, and it was so good. I'm not even, like, a big fan of her, but, like, the plot in Verity was, like, so crazy. I feel like everyone needs to read it. Um, but now I'm reading I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson, and it's okay. very good. So I'm glad to have that as, like, my little hobby that I've always loved Aww. and don't always maintain. <laughs> yes, Sarah and I have been talking about how, just in the past in our own conversations, about how we both read so much when we were in our like earlier teens and just younger and we've kind of struggled with like when the busyness of life hits you like reading less and we're like wait it's so important we need to do that more so true like I definitely remember reading a lot more when I started like honors English in yeah year, and then I took AP Lang sophomore year um and then even last year I took um, American literature and so there was just so much reading in those classes that like I just had so much fun we had like additional book clubs too um but now I'm like I have to force myself go on Goodreads find a good book <laughs> yes so yeah uh, and it's so funny because I feel like everyone in the world reads Colleen Hoover and I was like looking <laughs> at some of her books and I was like, okay, none of these really stick out to me. Maybe this is just, like, something everyone kind of, what's the word? Like, a bandwagon thing, like, trend. And then Sarah, like, texted me, like, last week or two weeks ago and was like, 
oh, this book is so good. And I'm like, wait, Sarah knows good books. So maybe I should, maybe I should read it. Cause I kind of dismissed it at first, but now I'm, now I'm really interested, but yeah, now you have a book recommendation. I know. Love it. We should start doing that. Just like book recommendations every few weeks. But so yeah, guys read Verity by Colleen Hoover. Sarah recommends it. Um, yes. Mine is, I'm just saying this randomly. Mine is Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr. That's such a good book. Um, yeah, I've never read that. It's so good. He's the guy who wrote All the Light We Cannot See. Oh, I've heard a lot about that book. Yeah. And I think I got it from the library, and it was just so, like, thick that I did yeah. get through the whole thing. It's really long, but I just love his, like, writing style. So when I saw he came out with a new no novel, because he came out with All the Light We Cannot See, and then he came out with, like, some short story collections, I think. But I think, as far as I know, this is, like, his first other novel or at least that I've heard of and I think it came out last year and I asked for it for Christmas and I just loved it so okay now anyway. I'm saving it yeah but there you have to like really be engaged because he jumps around um timelines so like oh. you just have to be like he intertwines different time periods and different characters in them and then connects them at the end he does that in both Wait, his novels. Wait, that's so interesting because the book that I'm reading right now, I'll give you the sun, is like about two twins, and like basically like they go through a bunch of uh, a bunch of stuff, and like each chapter is like one of the twins talking, but one of the twins focuses on like their life when they were 16 years old, and the other twin focuses on their life when they were 13 years old, oh. and so like they they alternate, and then by the end of the book, like you basically have like the full story of the past three years, which is kind of like oh, I think wow. it's definitely like an acquired taste. Like people will only enjoy it if like you can really stick with yeah. it. Yeah. But I can imagine some people get like annoyed by that. And they're like, "What the heck is going on?" Yeah, no, it's definitely like a specific writing style, but I loved the style so much in All the Light We Cannot See, which has always been my favorite book. That when I saw that this book was in the same style. I was like, wait, I love that. And even though it requires some, like, I don't know the word, like, you have to be mentally engaged with it, it always turns out so, like, beautiful and, like, how the stories intertwine is so natural, which you would never expect because the settings are always so different. But anyway, yeah. so those are, those are our book reviews. Kind of fun, unexpected twist. <laughs> um, but the topic of our podcast today, I'm going to let Sarah introduce it because it was kind of her idea but it's really cool so I'll let okay, her yeah so I, I feel like when I was explaining this to Rach I was just kind of like throwing words out there so I'll do something similar here um but one thing that I feel like is just kind of like I guess a coming of age topic um as you get older like the whole transition you deal with mentally in terms of um, like your approach to certain things and your mindset towards um, situations that can be difficult. Um, and so like, I think Grace and I have definitely like learned from so many experiences that like sometimes you need to completely shift your, your perspective on something, your mindset on something and kind of use positive psychology. Um, and so part of getting to that point is like, fully like understanding the situation taking a step back and then um you know and that that kind of like I guess is intertwined with um like spirituality a little bit um in terms of like God or like believing like the universe plays a role in certain things I think I talked about it in our last episode that like um you like really coming to terms with like something meant 
to be or something that's not meant to be. Um, and understanding, like I talked about it with my internship, that I was so devastated when I got a rejection and then ended up getting an internship at literally like the top cancer research hospital. So like understanding that, um, that certain things are meant to be kind of like really shifted my perspective and allowed me to have like a better mindset, a healthier, like, mind and approach to certain things um and I guess that's just kind of like part of what helps you grow as a person so I don't know how there's like it's like this whole little bubble of like ideas that I was thinking of but it's kind of like all along the same lines um so I don't know exactly how we want to talk about that but I thought we could um maybe mention like certain experiences that we've had um and generally just talk about the effect of you know changing your mindset improving your approach to things, understanding situations um, that kind of allow you to grow as a person. (laughs) Yeah, and like Sarah said, this is a pretty broad topic, and we really haven't, like, discussed this before on here, and so it's kind of just going to be a free-flowing conversation. It won't have a bunch of structured points, um, but we're just going to kind of hit on some, I guess, situations we've experienced or just advice, I guess, that's helped us through different things whether it's like accepting a rejection like Sarah said whether that's from a person or a job or an internship or a school a college um or even just like who like friendships like how to deal with friendships on the in the transition between high school and college or you know just kind of those topics so we both had some rough patches in life so we thought we might just talk about it a little bit yeah, I feel like one key thing that, like, came to mind when you mentioned friendships is literally, I think Rachel probably knows this, literally junior year last year was so weird and, like, rough for me because I think I lost, like, maybe, like, three or four friends. Oh, like, wow. And, and it was bad because it was from, like, January until, like, until, like, May. That, yeah. Like, each month I was just having, like, some big issue with someone. And it wasn't even me having an issue with someone. It was someone having an issue with me. Me just, like, vibing, trying to figure out, like, my my college situation and, like, you know, studying and, like, my job and everything. Like, I was just vibing and, like, you know, it was just very busy. And then, like, all of a sudden there would be some issue that someone had with me. And I was like, whoa, like, what is happening? Um, and, like, from the course of January to May, like, it was just one person each month. And that just got so exhausting that I think after after May, I was kind of like, oh, like, literally I didn't even realize while all of this was happening that it has been happening so consistently like one person each month and I guess like I generally whenever like people have issues with me I I, anyone who knows me knows that I'm like so open to like communication like I want to talk about it when there's an issue and like I like to say that this is why Rachel and I like have been friends for such a long time like what are we we're nearing like three years now right um it actually no we met like three years ago I think it's almost I want to say it's almost uh yeah it's a little over three it feels longer it does feel longer but one of the things that has a lot of to maintain our friendship so closely is um literally communicating like whenever one of us has an issue with the other like we will talk about it um, and I think literally in, in the spring, like we hadn't talked for a couple weeks and then at the end of it, we just, we talked about it and we were like, what happened? Like, why did we do that? Um, and just having like straight up honest communication, um, without any awkwardness or anything can solve so many issues. And so I will always 
I, I will always have that mindset towards any friendship that means something to me. Um, and so that was kind of the issue here where like certain people were having issues with me and I was fine communicating about it, but people, certain, certain people don't always want to communicate it when they have an issue. Um, so that kind of made things rough because I was like, wait, like you don't even want to solve this. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that in the end, I kind of came to the conclusion that if someone doesn't want to like solve things and doesn't want to like figure it out, doesn't want to hear you out, doesn't want to hear your perspective, doesn't want to give you, um, like a past, doesn't want yeah. to have patience with you, then like it may not necessarily be worth it. And like, I know there are certain people in my life who are like probably my closest friends that I wouldn't be okay with them just getting up and leaving and us not having a conversation. But there are certain people who are like, if you're an acquaintance with me and you have an issue, like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, it, it doesn't affect me that much. Like, I don't care yeah. that much if you don't want to have a conversation about this. Whereas if one of my super close friends who means a lot to me would do that, it would, it would affect me a lot. And I'd be like, Hey, no, like you can't do that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of came to that conclusion where I was like, Oh, like, this is okay. Like we weren't offering each other that much. It's not like we were super close. Um, that it's okay. If like this person is meant to leave my life, that's okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess that was hard for me because I'm definitely a problem solver. Race is like that too. Mm -hmm. So us being problem solvers, I feel like it's kind of difficult for us to leave something unresolved. You know? Yeah, that is really hard. So when certain people were just like getting up and leaving and being like, no, like you have this issue and like whatever, um, it was hard for me to be like, oh, wait, like we're not going to solve this. Yeah. Um, but I think I really do feel like that is something that you need to practice in life, that not everything is always going to be solved. Yeah. Sometimes you need to find closure in whatever you have in front of you. you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And kind of to go off of, I have a lot of comments, and I'm definitely going to butcher this quote, but to go off of what Sarah said with like, being okay with some people who might be not as close or acquaintances leaving and just finding peace in that and being okay with that is again, I'm going to butcher this quote, but like, it's, it's kind of like, I'm sure you've heard this before, Sarah, like, if you wouldn't take advice from this person, or you don't want your life to look like theirs, like, don't let their opinion affect you, basically. Yeah. So have you heard that where it's kind of just like, and that's not so mean, powerful. that's not mean, like, it doesn't mean you don't like them. It's just like, and I'm sure you guys have also seen like, I'm a visual learner. So I think of like this, like the diagram of like your A circle of friends, your B circle of friends and yeah. your C circle of friends and just kind of like, okay, the ones in your A circle, like their, you know, your, their advice is going to really heavily influence your choices and so on. And then B circle, maybe like, you don't share as much and, and so on and so on. And you can still have a good, re great relationship with people in those B and C and D circles. But like you're, no one has, your A circle can only be so big. No one has the time to, to entertain 20 close friends. Like it's just not realistic. So I think just picking those, those people carefully um, that are in your close circle and really see all your flaws. And also what Sarah said about us resolving conflict, because Sarah and I have had conflict and we'll be honest about that. But in sometimes, even though we're both problem solvers and we're both honest people, we've had to have some hard conversations. And any close friendship that, that goes on over a few years, you are going to have those conversations. 
in that unless you're just like both perfect you are gonna have those conversations and they're not always (laughs) they're not always gonna be easy but like you will have to humble yourself sometimes and there's situations where you need to put you know yourself first and then there's situations where you need to put you know maybe humble yourself a little bit and put the other person you know and it just depends but they are hard but there are friendships that are worth humbling yourself for to resolve that is so true that is so true and that's what i mean when i say that like there are certain people that i wouldn't be okay with if they were just wanting to walk away and not have a conversation about it like i would be willing to like get on my knees and be like hey please let us resolve this because even if you want to leave my life let's talk about it first yeah um and that's what i mean like there are certain people that you are willing to make those sacrifices for and like that that's kind of how the way it should be like with your close circle of a friends you know and i think the hard thing for me Rachel, was that like i for such a long time like I, i've obviously been an extrovert so um like i have always had a, a really big circle of friends i had like 10 different circles of friends um and just like from different places like from our homeschooling community from like my secular one and then religious one and then um you know i had friends like that i worked with at the museum i had friends from youth group i had a group of friends that i like grew up with that like our moms were friends yeah and we had like a little girls group and we would meet up on friday nights like i had Uh so many different like groups of friends that it was hard for me to like not it was hard for me to like reel that all in and still have like close friends yeah in that way i think maybe like covid kind of helped with that because i realized like hey there are certain people i'm only friends with because i see them all the time oh yeah now I'm in this spot where I'm like, I think it's very healthy. I'm in this spot where my super close friends are friends that are constantly offering me something, whether that's like support for like anxiety or like, um, you know, talking to them consistently and having like that social outlet, people who offer me unique perspectives on my life and then improve me as a person and like can hold me accountable for certain things. Um, and like that's, like the those people in my life I think are people that are helping me grow which I feel like is such a good thing to have when you're in this spot of life like you know you must feel that as well like we're 17 and 18 like um that that's a spot where like your whole life is transitioning into like adulthood yeah so you need these people who are gonna hold you accountable who are gonna like grow your mindset who are gonna help you you know flourish as a person yeah so that's one thing that I've had to kind of reel it in, be able to like assess who's kind of like worthy of hearing certain parts <laughs> of my life and like can be trusted and all of that. Um, so I feel like that that's kind of like one transition that I've experienced that I think like everyone should experience. And I still see people who are friends with like, <laughs> who, are, who are friends with like maybe people that they were friends with in middle school and like may not be helping them grow. So they're just friends with them because they see them all the time, you know? Yeah, and some childhood friends are like super healthy, awesome, lifelong friendships. But like, also like Sarah just said, sometimes it's like, oh, that person might just be comfortable for you, but they're not, you guys aren't growing together, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. But well, yeah, this has evolved into literally just a friendship episode, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, what's another thing, like, in terms of talking about, um, you know, um, what is it that we were talking about? 
Well, you were talking about kind of like who's worthy to hear different parts of your life. And I wanted to go off on that and just say, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big thing as you get older, because, and this is such like an interesting thing that I'm still navigating, but like, who do you share certain things with and who do you not? Because that, like, not even in a pessimistic way, but those things can be used against you. And no, like, seriously, like, and like there are everyone has hard times everyone has vulnerable parts of your life and i don't think you should bottle it up you should 100 percent tell your friends your family about those things and and you know get therapy whatever you need but i think growing up i think something that happens is you realize that you shouldn't be telling everybody your business <laughs> yeah it's just funny i was talking about this with one of my my friends the other day um that like genuinely like I have been such a private person like all my life that um it has caused me to not open up that much and so now I am able to recognize um like you know by having problems with certain people I've been able to recognize like when someone is really trustworthy and when someone is able to like fully accept what what you're telling them and give you something back that is really like profound and helpful and again helps you grow so I don't know like I think that that's something that I think really slow like I'm not the type of person to tell you my whole life story the first time that I meet you um and instead I think I really spend time like assessing people yeah and, and seeing like where they're at mentally and a lot of times you have to see like if someone's able to like handle you um yeah like yeah yeah you want to be like considerate that's kind, of, that's kind of like why you have to come back to this point where like hey if this is happening like it's meant to be so like if someone is leaving your life um because they can't mentally handle having a friendship with you at that time or a relationship with you at that time you kind of have to take a step back and accept that like that's nothing personal and instead that is just how it's supposed to be that yeah they can't offer you what you need right now and you can't offer them what they need right now um so that's that's yeah. one thing that i feel like is hard to come to terms with um when you're older like that just kind of goes back to what i was saying about like <laughs> the junior year um that i had with you know difficult situations um just taking a step back at the end of it and being like oh like that's okay like this is literally four months out of my entire life like that might be 30 seconds of a clip in like an entire movie you know yeah um so like that's a good way to think about it yeah when I took a step back and realized that I was like oh like that was literally um like one of those one of those like pan um clips in like a movie where they're panning over like the next phase yeah of the movie so like that's that's what I thought I saw my life as I was like that's okay like that's just a transition um so I feel like mentally it really helps to accept that and be like okay this is happening we're gonna take it as it comes we're gonna roll with the punches um and you know grow from those experiences and that's where I think I would start advocating for therapy because a lot of times, I think, Rach, you and I, like, talk a lot about stuff that happens in our life. And I guess we, like, we tend to process things together and, like, get each other's opinions on things. Yeah. But at the same time, like, um, 
it's been so helpful to like also go to therapy and talk about those things because you get like a perspective from this unbiased person whose sole purpose is to help you because obviously like we have each other um to like offer um offer advice and offer perspectives and whatever but like it's definitely so much more helpful to like have one person who's literally just dedicated to helping you grow from your experiences and process things and understand yourself yeah honestly I feel like and everything you said Sarah was so good I think that I think that like a way to summarize kind of everything we've talked about and Sarah and I could and maybe we will you know do another episode on this but we could talk about this for so long because we've both had a lot of unique like friendship experiences but I think in a sentence or a few sentences to summarize all of this is like in your transition between high school and college or high school and whatever you're doing next there you will lose friends or your friends will change and that is okay and I'm not saying that in terms of oh, you know, because you lost friends because you were problematic. That's not what I mean. But I mean just naturally, the people who you had high school with or middle school with or whatever, you guys are going to grow. You guys are going to go in different directions. And that's okay. And that's completely normal. And it might sound basic, but it's basically just a simplified way of saying what we've already said. Like there's so many differences in people and personality. There's going to be people who are in your C circle and people who are in your A circle. And that's okay. And especially in I think there's, I don't know where this notion even comes from, but just like that, oh, when people leave your life, like it's such a bad thing and, and they hate you and whatever. It's like, it doesn't have to be a dramatic thing when a relationship or a friendship ends. It can be, especially when you're so young, like we are, it's like, so if you're in this point of life, it's just not as big of a deal as we crack it up to be, I guess. And it, Wait, wait, do you remember that? I think I sent you a TikTok about that. It was like, whenever something, it was this girl saying, like, whenever something crazy happens in my life, I just tell myself it's for the plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, it's yeah. just for the plot. Something crazy happened. It's a plot twist in my life. Yeah. And like, just kind of envisioning your life to be like a movie. Mm-hmm. And instead of it something being something dramatic, it's just like, it's the way the storyline is supposed to go, you know? Yeah, and honestly, just, yeah, when someone leaves your life, I would say something I've made the mistake of before is making it a really big deal when it's like, there's no need to dwell on that. Obviously, take your time to mourn it and grieve the friendship or relationship or whatever it was, and you should take that time, but also make sure you're not dwelling on it, if that makes sense. Like, just be okay with, like, the world is big and there's other plans for you out there and it's okay and you don't need to spend months and months obsessing about it and I'm just saying that to myself because that's something I've struggled with but the truth is you know life's life's long god willing and the world's big and there's no reason to dwell on one person not liking you or one group of people not liking you like it's just there's no point Instead, you can use that time to take a step back, reflect on yourself, reflect on the experiences, and again, like, grow your mindset, grow as a person, and start flourishing. And I feel like a lot of people don't realize that, like, they can channel their energy into that instead of, like, dwelling on that one thing. So we come back to the whole, like, use your power, like, roll with the punches, and, like, take that experience and grow by processing everything that happens. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We 
We can honestly talk for so long about this. I know. We tell ourselves every single week that we're going to talk for 15 minutes and only 15 minutes. And that <laughs> never happens. happens. Never happens. We'll totally get there. So if you've made it, if you've made it to this point, congratulations. <laughs> okay. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.